Hello, welcome to Live with Marie. Today's guest is going to be Tiffany Smiley, the founder of More Than Me. She is a motivational coach and mother of three. Stay tuned. She will be coming on live to talk with us about how she created this amazing program for strong, independent women. So, welcome to Live with Dawn Marie. I am so excited that I have you today as my special guest, and I cannot wait for the world to hear how you have come up with this incredible website of strong women around the world of more than me. So, before I ask you those types of questions, I would really love to kind of throw a couple zingers at you. Are you ready for them? I'm I'm game. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right. So you are a very strong, independent woman, a mom of three. That is a busy life just in itself. And you, your strengths were to be able to bring women together. So I want you to give us a little bit about your background. I already know it, but I want my viewers to know how you came up with this concept of more than me. Oh, thank you, Don Marie. Thank you for what you do. Um, You are an amazing light in this world. And and I feel so grateful to be connected with you and sitting here present with you in this interview. So thank you for your heart and your vision for um, lifting others up and providing a different perspective. Thank you. Um, Thank you very much. And I think that um, encapsulates my life. I'm actually a a farm girl. I grew up on a farm um, and didn't know anything about the military, but married um, my high school speaker, who was a graduate of the United States Military Academy. Mm -hmm. So right away was thrust into the military life. Um, and I always joke that, you know, we got married. He was a you know newly commissioned officer in the military. I had my bachelor's in science and nursing, and mm-hmm. our new last name was Smiley. It was like this picture of the American dream. It didn't get any happier than that. Right? <laughs> and, <laughs> I, you know, I'm dating myself a little bit here, but emojis didn't mm-hmm. exist then. But <laughs> have they? Um, <laughs> Scotty and I would have had all the heart, happy eyes, face emojis that ever did exist. Um, And so about a year into our marriage, uh, or less than a year into our marriage, he was deployed um, to serve overseas in Iraq. And um, it was a little, we had been married about a year and a half when I received a phone call um, that totally changed the, the trajectory of my life. And I truly believe that I wouldn't be doing the work that I am doing now had this not all happened to me. Um, and I think you probably feel the same way in some regards as well, Dom Marie. Yeah. Um, and so I received this phone call at 3 a.m., woke me out of bed. So I jump out of bed because when you're a military spouse, you keep your phone very close to you because they call at different times. So I was excited. But this time it was someone else's voice on the other line and they said I'm so sorry Tiffany I'm so sorry um Scotty has come face to face with a suicide car bomb and they said one thing we know is um you know both of his eyes are gone the shrapnel went directly into his eyes 
and he's flatlined several times. They said we, he's on a Black Hawk helicopter, and um, we don't know if he's going to survive because he's bleeding out so much. And this, this strong leader just started sobbing on the phone to me, sobbing and sobbing and sobbing. And that's when I say my American dream blew up into a million pieces. Um, I resigned from, I was an urgent care emergency room nurse. I resigned from my job. I took my first one-way flight out to Walter Reed um, in Washington, D.C. And I dedicated my life to getting Scotty well again. Mm -hmm. I came into his room with a completely different perspective than anyone else had. And I did it because we were so young, because I believed in Scotty. And I truly believe that God had a bigger vision and a bigger plan for us than the hopeless situation that we were facing. And everyone saw how hopeless it was. It was very hopeless. Um, And so every day I would walk in and tell Scotty, you know, all the things he could be. I I would say, you're going to be a speaker. You're going to be a teacher. You're going to write a book. Um, And my purpose was really just wrapped in in getting him well again and fighting for him and fighting for all the others. Um, It was the nurse in me. You know, nurses are the best advocates. Yes. And along that journey, um, I fought to keep him on active duty. I was asked to sign paperwork. And I have a question here for everyone as well. But I was asked to sign paperwork to medically retire him from the military. And I said, no, I'm not signing it. The doctors, social workers, they all looked at me like I was a little bit crazy because they've never had someone say no. no. But I truly believed that that should be Scotty's decision. And not only that, that he should be able to fully recover before that decision was made. And I had big plans. Yeah. (laughs) I had big plans for our future. So I refused to sign that. Um, and Scotty went on to become the first blind active duty officer to continue service to our country. He wrote a book. He became a t- teacher. All these amazing things that I truly believed, you know, could happen. And to see it come to life was truly incredible. Yeah. I, I went from being a nurse. I launched our speaking business because um, he wrote a best-selling book. And so I then became an entrepreneur. And along this entrepreneurial journey of, you know, being a mother... Like you said at the beginning, Marie, I have three wonderful, amazing boys. They were born in cities all over, all different cities in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> they moved with us. You know, we moved eight times in 10 years. And um, I built our speaking business from the ground up. Like we are, we're nobody. I'm a farm girl, right? I, I, I know how to work some hogs and raise steers and ride horses. Yeah. And now here I am. And I, as a nurse, I love biology and chemistry. And I'm looking at income statements and running this business. And I had a dream, I, you know, a vision that if we could, re- if we really belonged here, you know, if we really belonged in this space, I'm going to get Scotty on the best speaking agency, you know, in the world. And about three years ago that happened. And, um, it was a bumpy road for me. It was a lonely road. It felt very isolating at, at times. I felt alone. And quite frankly, I wondered, where are my girls at? Where's, where are my girl mentors? Where are women who've been there, done that? Where is the support? That you know, I kept thinking, this doesn't have to be this hard. It doesn't have to be this hard. And so I set out 
to make it easier for other women. And I formed More Than Me about a year and a half ago. Congratulations on that. Yes. For women to come together, to connect, to have personal professional development, um, to make that path easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is my, I, I, I have pure joy watching women um, have opportunity and not just opportunity, but success and success defined in their terms. Yes. Um, it makes me so happy. I, I love waking up every day and doing the work that I get to do within more than me. I feel like I'm, I'm still a nurse. It's just in a completely different way. Well, you're nourishing us as being a nurse. You're nourishing yourself. You are, you knew not to sign those papers. Something told you not to sign those papers. Because within your heart and your soul, you knew what your husband could do. And the two of you were passionately in love. You got married and you stood by his side. But I can honestly see why you made more than me. And um, I like to say from what I've learned um, with us speaking is you are lifting him up for years and building his career, but you didn't have anyone by your side. And like your girlfriend, like you had your girlfriends and your family, but you needed that women's support group to cry on and to have a shoulder and then you wanted to become bigger and become an entrepreneur and really find your own space, your own self-worth yes, and your beauty yes. and bring that amazing nurse within you of loving and caring and healing and moving forward. And what you've done is you've created this incredible I, I, I'm a jo- I joined as soon as I read it. Um, ladies, <laughs> I'm telling you, you need to go to her site. You need to go to Tiffany's site, her Instagram, more than me, and sign up because this is a major oh, support you, system of strong women of all colors, of all ways around the world. We're not. I don't think there's one of us on your program that is the same but we all have incredible stories no so yes that's what I loved I believe that that is how we learn the most mm-hmm. um, is from having diversity and having people come from different walks of life and different experiences um, and and different uh, endeavors um, I it's funny I I learn from women that are doing work out totally outside of my field yeah um, and that's the part of the connection in the community um, for women to really have that space and um, to thrive and you know I, people often say to me you know that's so courageous that you didn't sign that paperwork and you were able to stand up against the government. You know, I was in this David and Goliath battle with them. And, and, and while I think that is, but it's like what you said, Don Marie is I, I knew in my heart what I could do and standing up for someone else while that is courageous. I think the most courageous thing I've ever done, it was when I looked in the mirror, you know, 10 years later, after I built this career and supported my family and moved eight times in 10 years and, you know, we did all these amazing things and from the outside it looked really good. But, but I looked on the, the inside. mirror and said, and said, who am I? Yeah. 
and, and how, what happened? How did I get here? And, and I always say the most courageous thing I did was stand up for myself and, and stand up for who Tiffany is and what her hearts and desires are. And I had, I really had to look inward yeah. to then go out and be able to serve so many more people outward. Um, and it huh. just, I always say like, you know, serve yourself well first and then we can go out and do so much more. Mm-hmm. And I believe that that's what you're doing and what attracted me to your page and what attracted the two of us to become friends and for me to join your more than me because as women, and this is very true in every culture, everywhere in the world, and it's and it has been changing and progressively around, you know, for centuries. Yes. But it's it takes centuries and it's gonna take even more centuries to do what you're doing today and what many other entrepreneurs are doing today. It's having our voices heard. But it wasn't just for you to have your voice heard, it was finding Tiffany. And once you found Tiffany again and healed, you were able to create this incredible program more than me. And that's what I find courageous. You going up against the military, that's superhero courageous. That's like, put my armor on and uh, no. (laughs) So you deserve a woman's award medal from the President of the United States for standing up and saying no. And I can honestly say that you could write a book just on that alone on knowing that your future is still there and just because of the tragic incident that happened to your husband, you knew he could still serve. You knew he could be a teacher. You knew he could write a book. How many more lives do you think we could have saved instead of retiring that military person and built a career? You did that. Yes. So I don't have a medal, and I don't work for the United. I don't work for the United <laughs> States. But I am honoring you right now with the Purple Heart Award of standing up to the military and saying no. Oh. He is going Thank to continue to serve, and yes. look what he's done. But you know what the thing is. Every great man is great because of the woman standing by his side. Yes. And that is you. That is you. Thank you, Dom Marie. And every day I want you to say that to yourself. I will. Thank you for that. Yep. In the mirror. Got to find what works for you. I say I love you every day. Even when I'm feeling like crap. Oh, I love that. You know, I walk to the mirror yeah. and I just look in the mirror. And sometimes it's really scary to look at, depending on how bad I didn't sleep or I did <laughs> sleep. Or, And I always say, I love you, Marie. And truly, yes. I feel it. And I feel that you are so courageous and so strong and so loving and compassionate that you're helping so many others that you deserve to walk up to that mirror and say, (laughs) I am a survivor of all. I am courageous. I have a heart of gold. I am a leader and I will conquer whatever is put in front of me. 
you can come up with whatever it is. That's the whole yes, list I, I would give that. you every morning. I love that. I might steal that. <laughs> that is the list. I think I might steal that. And you know, and what you did is something that we are not taught. Well, we're taught as women young, but we're not taught to love ourselves at a young age. Right. And I, I agree. And I believe that if we start teaching our young ones, male or female, at a young age, to walk up to the mirror every morning and make a commitment, it yes. could be, I'm going to pick up my toys today for my mommy. It could be, I'm yeah. going <laughs> to smile at somebody I don't know today. Or, you know, and just like that mirror connection really works. And you are the perfect example of that mirror connection because now oh, you are giving that connection to all of us through more than me. Oh, thank you. So I would like thank to you. ask because I am not good yes. at websites. I, I, I need help. Um, <laughs> how did you become so technical to be able to build this program and this website and how can you share that with us that want to take that next step and do and follow your footsteps yes so within more than me it's funny i had a friend yesterday she was saying everyone's asking me how am i doing this and how am i doing that because i have a secret to share and i don't know why i haven't shared it with you guys but my secret is more than me that it's going to take more than you and more than me. Um, and how I do it, so within More Than Me, we have this incredible network. Um, we have marketers, we have website designers, we have graphic designers, we have all these amazing women-run businesses. Mm -hmm. And that's who has helped me. Um, that's who has directed me and guided me and I always say you know there's solutions all around us and, mm -hmm. and opportunities are all around us we just maybe aren't don't have the guts sometimes to reach out and ask or yeah. I think sometimes even as women we're a little bit timid because we are always trying to look like we belong and yeah. so to say I need help with something is a really hard thing to do and that's why I love more than me because it is the space where from an expert to a beginner, right? Mm -hmm. There's everything in between. And that's where it's a safe place where you can go, hey, I mean, we have experts who are like, how did you do that? Or how do you start a podcast? And we have a gal who knows how to start a podcast. I mean, it's it's truly remarkable <laughs> to see what can happen when you come together and just start asking for help and in a community where there are resources mm -hmm. uh, and women who can help. And I love supporting women owned, founded businesses. I just, I, I love it. Uh, yeah. It's my heart and my passion. So I, love I that. always say, hey, you know, the sky's the limit. There's nothing that we can't do. And there's an answer and a solution to every problem or, or every pain point um, that we face. You just have to reach out um, and ask for help. And I, I'm such an action-based person. It's it's something sometimes I have to slow down on sometimes, but I'm <laughs> always just trying to advance fearlessly, like for results. I always just want results and action. Um, and so I that's why I love the More Than Me community because yeah. everything is happening all the time. <laughs> that's great. I love that. And it's not that. always, it's not me all the time, believe me. No, it is <laughs> you. There's some women doing. You honor that. It is you. Because without what you created, 
you wouldn't have all of these resources. So it is you. So yes. no. <laughs> take that take that pride. Wear it with a shining star. Just shine. <laughs> I would. Hi. Aww. You know, I'm Tiffany. And actually, hello, I'm Tiffany Smiley. And do you know I'm the founder of More Than Me? And someone would be like, well, nice to meet you. But how many times <laughs> have you walked up to someone that you didn't even know and just introduced yourself like that? We're not taught it. to do that. We need yeah. to teach the younger generation to do that. To walk Agreed. into, uh, you know, I've been, um, I've always been told, you walk into a room like, we can't tell if you're mad or you're just like zooming <laughs> in on something. And I'm like, you I know, <laughs> right, right? Because you're either walking in very, like shoulders are down instead of back and you're a little if you're like leaning in you can tell the body language of a man and a woman but when women walk in strong and proud other women and men are sometimes like oh oh boy right but yes you have that in you because you stood there after a year of marriage and faced the most difficult thing there is in the world. Yes. And you couldn't cry because you had to no. keep your head high to fight that battle. And like you said, you went up against the government. So <laughs> I, if I were you, I would be walking around with t-shirts or a pen, like a, like <laughs> vote for me badge that says, I'm Tiffany Smiley. Nice to meet you. Did you know I'm the founder of More Than Me? I need your phone number. Let's sit down and talk. I love it. I'm, I'm going, I'm actually, I'm getting coached here, Don Marie. Yeah, I'm coaching you. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about coaching. So you founded More Than Me. Yes. How do you coach a new person that, is not sure how to take those next steps from mm -hmm. more than me. Yes. So I always say, okay, what I want to know what you want to achieve. And I always, you know, what you want right now isn't always going to be what you want or need in six months. So it's, it's okay mm -hmm. um, to be in flex a little bit. Yeah. So I always just like to know what the goal is, what where you're trying to, what you're trying to achieve, um, and then plugging you in appropriately. Yeah. Um, there is, I, I have it set up for personal and professional development because I believe the two go hand in hand. Um, that if we are going to grow professionally, we have to be growing personally as well. It's key, and um, I, you know, when I was running our business, I just, I felt there weren't reset resources for me. I, I was watching my husband getting mentored and meeting all these incredible people and, uh -huh. you know, all this access to information. And then I was all, I was like behind the scenes trying to learn as much as I could through him. And so yeah. I just, I'm adamant that they ju you just jump in and start connecting. And, you know, we have experts that come on. Like tomorrow, we have an incredible woman, uh, Bobby Rebel, a financial expert out in New York City. She's always on the news. She's on CNBC. Um, but she's accessible. That's what I always try to say. These people are accessible. Yeah. Um, you, 
you could reach out and connect with them and learn from them. And um, so I always encourage people to not be shy and to reach out. Um, and, and actually, that's also why I am opening up um, within my calendar 30-minute uh, strategy and idea calls for all More Than Me members. I love um, that. Yes. Yeah. I, so, I need some of those calls. <laughs> yes. I need to call you for some of that strategy. Yes. Absolutely. I love that. So when is that starting? That will start um, next week. We're going to announce it. Okay. So super exciting. So we'll announce it next week, and then it will start the following week. Okay, and then the next thing is, um, do you have a get-together once a year somewhere? Yes, um, it has been all put on hold. So, I know, because of the coronavirus, uh, right? Yes, everything we going were on. scheduled for New York in May. We were going to do a big event there um, and in Charlotte, uh, North Carolina as well. So all of that... Is on hold and okay. we're reevaluating and deciding, you know, where we're going to meet, what location and timeline wise. So yes, we do. I, I, I love in person. I think you get the most out of in person and really getting to know someone and mm -hmm. connect and learn and grow. So stay tuned for all of that because it is coming. Great. We've just had to adjust and pivot, um, you know, during this time, uh -huh. but but we'll, we'll get, back all get to through it. it. And as soon as you know, I'm going to know because I'm part of more than me. So I'm going to be like, yes. book that ticket. <laughs> and that will be an amazing day to finally be able to meet you in person and yes. meet all of the incredible, inspiring women that are part of this wealth of knowledge and love is what you have. Yes. It's wealth. Aww. And it's. Yes. Wealth, health, and knowledge through more than I me. love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so tell me, you learned everything from building your husband's business, being his manager, him writing the book, becoming a speaker. So you're the, the kind of behind the scenes. What was the one moment while you were? right here by his side, building his career and staying in the military and moving forward. What was the one moment that stood out that will stay with you forever? Mm. Wow, that's, I, I think I have a lot of those moments. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think, you know, there was this moment and it was one of the first times that I actually got on stage and spoke with Scotty. So I was always behind, like you said. Yeah. I always tease. I feel like I felt like the great and powerful Oz, you know, Wizard of Oz, like behind, <laughs> behind the, the corner. corner. Yeah, exactly. I <laughs> love that. Everything happens, or, or not really. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, there was this moment where I, you know, people would say to me, "You should speak. You should speak," and I never wanted to because it's like what you said I had never cried um I couldn't cry no. I couldn't grieve until much later and so there was this pivotal moment where um Scotty and I were speaking on stage together and I'll never forget this it's seared in my mind and in my heart 
And I looked down. It was this big auditorium. And the camera guy was sitting there. So he was taking photos, like, of the event. Mm -hmm. And I looked down, and I made eye contact with the cameraman. And he had tears coming down his face. And I knew in that moment, like, keep doing what you're doing. Like, keep going. Keep speaking. Don't stop. Yeah. As hard as it gets, as bumpy or, you know, the, the struggles and the things that you face along the way, keep going. Like, never forget that man's face. Um, That's... And, and that, was, that was a moment for me because I felt like, you know, maybe I don't belong on the stage or, or maybe I should be back behind. Um, and when did that you... moment I will never forget. Yeah. So... In that moment, those are the thoughts that you thought, but when you walked away from that moment and remembering back to that cameraman crying, he was crying tears of joy for you. He was. And... He was. It, it wasn't, it, it, yeah, it wasn't a sad story. Yeah. Because I, I'm a very empowered person, and so I always, I and I remember this speech, I wanted to leave them with a gift. I wanted them to know that their life mattered, that they could do something with what they had. You know, and I was just, I was empowered and I was speaking from my heart. Mm -hmm. um, and you're exactly right. I looked down and it was tears of joy on his face. It was like, I got, he got it. He understood. Yeah. He caught the gift. And it was that moment where I was like, you can't stop. You yeah. can't stop. That's amazing. That's a beautiful moment. Thank mm -hmm. you for sharing. It was, truly. I really appreciate you sharing that with me. That's that's just thank you for the gift. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes. Um what was your greatest failure in life? This could be a childhood, this could be after you became a mother. What do you think that one greatest failure in life? Cuz we all have them. Cuz you don't learn until you fail. Yes. You know, or you fall. We can call it fall or fail. But in everybody's life, through school, through not getting 100 on a test, through college, and <laughs> not getting, you know, the the tassels of Alamala. Sorry, I did, my brain just went on me on that one. I can't say it. Um, <laughs> uh, that's the MS problem. <laughs> um you know, what do you think was that one trigger that made you so strong that led you to that moment that day that you looked at them and said, no, I'm not signing those papers? So I have, it's actually a failure in a way, a failure, not failure. But sometimes I share this story when I was a little girl, you know, I grew up on a farm. Mm-hmm. And my dad, um, I, I had horses, I was lucky, you know, and he, I remember he brought me home this horse that, oh, this is your horse. It was this white horse with gray speckles all over it. Yeah. And I looked at this horse, you know, I could name it anything, anything I wanted. And I said, I'm going to name it Suncracker. <laughs> um, and it's moments like that, that you realize that names, names really <laughs> do matter because yeah. Suncracker <laughs> was fiery and I was probably six or seven mm -hmm. and I get on Suncracker and Suncracker bucks me off airmail to the moon I hit the 
the metal fence, fell down on the ground, knocked out my breath. And my dad picks me up and says, you have to get back on. And I was like, no, I'm not getting back on Suncracker. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not uh-huh. doing it. And he said, you have to get back on. Okay. So he put me back on Suncracker. And again, Suncracker bucks me off. And this time I'm mad. I'm furious. And I'm, you know, looking back now, I'm like, what dad puts their little girl, he's putting their little girl on a fucking horse. Like, that's not right. But I look back now and, and he made me get back. He said, get back on Suncracker. And so I, I told the story that I got back on Suncracker and, and nothing happened. And from that day on, I would ride Suncracker through the fields in the Aww. sunset, my crazy blonde hair blowing all over the place. I really lived an adventurous childhood. And I share that story because it taught me that fear is a liar and it will try to stop you. You know, failure, that, that fear of failure or thinking mm-hmm. you failed um, but really, all it is is a lesson and a learning opportunity. And so, as mm-hmm. a young girl, I was very headstrong, and um, just I think through my unique experiences and uh, my family, just growing up on a farm, it was a different sort of life. And yeah. um, I just always questioned everything I did. Even my mom, she was like, uh, "You were you were so hard to raise, but as an adult, you're such a great adult." <laughs> but I questioned everything. I was just headstrong, and I, I wanted to always believe that there was more, that things could always be better. And so while I don't have, like, one particular failure, I, I have a lot of failures. Well, we all do. I failed a lot. We all do. And, but it's funny. The other night, I, I always preach this to my kids because I, I had a sort of a, a failure, just a struggle. And I, I walked out of my office, and I said, if you're not failing, and my boys immediately go, you're not successful. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Right? If you're not failing, you're not successful. Like, really, the key is is to be okay failing, and it's only a failure if you don't learn. Exactly. It's only a failure if you don't learn. So I've made a lot of mistakes along the way. We all have. Um, I even look back at the beginning of starting our speaking business, and I laugh at myself and <laughs> some of the things I did. But I wouldn't be where I am today had I not started there. Um, and so I, I, I try to teach my kids to be okay failing and to try things and know that you're not going to be perfect at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but to try it anyways, because the only way to get to the success that you want is to fail a whole heck of a lot. I believe that we have more failures than we have successes in our life. We do. Because we do. it is the, the truth of when you are born and you can't roll yet and then you learn to roll. Well, then, you, you know, and it's like baby steps, right? And then the first time yes. you fall and they start to cry and you're like, nope, back up. Come on, back up, yep. do it again. Back up. And <laughs> then I think we stop like around two. And then we're always trying to like get them to get that award and do certain things. But we need to let our children fail. And we need to let them fall flat on their face, feel the humility, the shame of whatever they're going through, not what we think they should be going through, what they're going through. Right. And the more that we teach them this, the stronger they will learn 
to move forward with every brand new fallback or failure to get to that next step of what they will become, which can be the leader, the human side of humanity, the preacher, the next president, the whatever it could be, but to truly respect themselves and see within themselves at a younger age. And I have to say, I failed at that because I was always like, oh, it's okay. You know what? Don't worry about it. Don't think about it. Let it go. But no, I should have said, you failed. So tell me how you feel. And I didn't. And I, and I like tried to put a bandaid on it for them. But they needed to Which learn is a natural that. reaction, I think, for right? all of us. Right. right? But Even in the work that we do now. Oh, yeah. But as moms and dads and teachers and babysitters, it doesn't matter what it is or where you are, there's always a lesson to be learned. Yes. From your own truth and failures to watching someone do something that you know is wrong. Yeah. Because you can learn from that. Absolutely. I always say I, I've i actually learned more from leaders who are a bad example, <laughs> you know, or had made mistakes or yeah. did something to me. Like, I learned more from them on what not to do or don't walk that path, you know, focus mm-hmm. over here, make sure you connect with people appropriately. Like, there's a lot of things Um that we can learn from other people's failures as well. And while success is great, it's so true what you said. It's it's mostly a it, it well, it is a bunch of failures. It's really not a bunch of success, right? Mm-mm. Success is like this little sliver that you can feel and experience and have that moment. But then the next day you wake up and you're starting all over again. Exactly. And yeah, and it's mostly about how you manage that fear and the failure. Um, and the mistakes is mm-hmm. is really what life is about. I always say get comfortable being uncomfortable because that's really where it's at. I, I'm always out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Always. I think we should always be out of our comfort zones because the minute that we get comfortable in life is the minute we stop progressing. Yep. And yep. we are always learning. You're never too old to learn anything, and you're never too old to do what you want to do. There should never be a time limit or an age limit on learning. And you need to just keep learning. You know, you could say, I went to college, I have my degree, I did this, but why do I have to go and learn more? Well, how about learning someone else's way of doing something? How about sitting in a cafe? And I used, and I did this a lot, um, trying to heal myself from Uh multiple sclerosis. I would sit in a cafe and watch, and I would make notes. What is their body language? What do I remember from that day? Why do I remember that from that day? Was it the outfit they had on? Was it the way they spoke? Was it the way they walked into the room? So, like, I... I, I love to analyze things 
And I believe that's how we continue to learn. And then I love to read. I'm yes. constantly reading and constantly writing. Yes. But yeah, definitely. And I love to listen to other people's stories. Yeah. Because that's the yes, best I, learning in the world. Think, yes. That, that's how we change the world. Mm-hmm. I always say it's person to person. Exactly. You know, story by story. Mm-hmm. Truly is how we change the world. Yeah. It's kind of like the web. The web of life instead of the spider's web. Yes. Yeah, you can look at it in both yeah. directions. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what was, throughout all of this, this is just a fun question. Okay. Being on stage or being behind stage or work, working with more than me, have you ever cro- come across someone that you've idolized or met or someone you want to meet that's, as we would call, famous, but they're just a normal person. They just have more things around them that make them much more of, oh my God, I can't believe I'm like standing in front of this person. Who would that person be that you would want to meet and what would you ask Mm them? So I have a couple, I have one here. Unfortunately, she's, she's, still she's not alive anymore but I always mention her because there's so and I quote her a lot but it's Mother Teresa Mm -hmm. and I just really she truly understood her purpose here on earth and she did it with the greatest love I've ever seen modeled yeah um and so I just adore her. I try to learn from her stories as much as I can. Mm -hmm. Um, She had no agenda but serving others. I mean, it's it's truly remarkable. Um, What would you ask her? What's that? If she was able to stand right in front of you today, or she appears to you tonight in a dream because we're talking about her, what would you say? What would you ask her? Um, I think I would ask her. Such a hard question because she's such a dynamic woman and there's I think there's a lot of questions I would ask her Mm -hmm. but I think I would start with I just who are you like how did you come to know that this was your purpose yeah that's a great question that's a great question how did you know this was your purpose and I think that question could be asked to anybody yes how did you know you were to become this person yes yeah it's, yes. it's within our souls and it's within yes. our hearts and our minds and we all have a footprint we all have a mm-hmm. fingerprint and none of them match yes. So we are all created with this light and yeah. brought into the world into any kind of family. You grew up on a farm. I grew up in a mill town. I had, you know, blue collar workers as parents. Um, you know, I grew up with not everything 
given to me. Actually, I had things that I'm going to date myself right now. We had a thing called layaway. We didn't have credit cards back then. That's how old I am. <laughs> um, but I truly believe watching how my parents are raised and going through life and listening to their stories. And I always knew there was going to be something in my life that was going to bring out that passion that I felt, but I didn't know what it was. And the and the worst and the best thing in my life happened to me, which was I have multiple sclerosis. It destroyed me multiple times, but it made me who I am. And if I could go back in time, I would not change one thing about my life. Yes. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that freeing to be able to say that? That's I want more people more women to live in that freedom, mm -hmm. um, in well, that space. It, you know, it's not easy. No. But there's a, there is a freedom to be able to go, you know what, I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't be who I am. I wouldn't be doing the work I'm doing if I didn't have that. The very thing, you know, like had you known, you would never ask <laughs> You'd be like, no, I can't handle that, right? Yeah, But yeah. we're often stronger than we even realize. Yes. That's why I'm like, we can solve problems and critically think. And, I mean, it's incredible what our human minds can accomplish and, and rejuvenate and create. It's incredible. It's really it incredible. Truly is. Truly is. Um, what would you say is your greatest satisfaction of accomplishment other than more than me what was your greatest accomplishment and satisfaction within you I I would say so um, about a year and a half ago our, our well me Scotty and our, our middle son Graham we were on doctor on the dr. Phil show and I always joke, we were on for a really good reason. And I know he's like drama and stuff, but we were actually on <laughs> for a really good segment. It was very uplifting and positive segment on Dr. Phil. Um, but his producers asked me a question when they were interviewing me at my house. Same, similar question to what you just asked me, Don Marie. And it caused me to really pause and think because I thought, gosh, well, there's so much, right? Yeah. But then all of a sudden it came to me and we're sitting so my husband retired from the military. We built a house. We're out on a farm now. My boys have pigs. I dreamed of this. I dreamed of this world that we're living in right now. And my boys were running around the house, and I was sitting there in this chair, and I just looked out over the field, and I smiled, and I looked at them, and I said, my greatest accomplishment is that we've created a life that we truly love. Oh, I love that. It, it was not easy, and no. there were many days that I didn't know if I could get there. But I am sitting here with you right now, and I am telling you, we truly love the life that we have. Yeah. And I would say that is my greatest accomplishment. My boys are so joyful and energetic, and my husband is an incredible human being and happy and this life that we created here is is a joy, and um, such hard work, 
blood, sweat, and tears went yeah. into it. But it but, was so worth it. Yeah, I can see it in you. It's just shining. <laughs> You're literally just beaming of pride and joy and respect and honor and truth and failure. Like when you accept all of those things in your life, yes. this is what happens. And that's what's all over you. Aww. And that's why you created More Than Me, to help yes. other women find this within themselves. Yes. And absolutely, I can't thank you enough for um, finding me. I don't remember who found who, but we found each other. <laughs> <laughs> it was meant to be. <laughs> it was meant, it was truly meant to be. And, um, I just, I cannot wait to see the next 10 years of where this is going to bring you. And I'm honored that you asked me to be a part of the team. And thank you so very much. And thank you for being you. Because you are the only you in the world. And you bring the light, the love, the sun, the moon, and the stars. <laughs> and you are the face of more than me. And those are very powerful words, more mm -hmm. than me. And I think when you refer to Mother Teresa, she was more than me. She was the more than me because she gave herself to the world. And that is exactly what you're doing. Aww. Maybe you, in that Robert. subconscious of the person that you really wanted to meet in life, to be able to ask her a question, has always been there. Mm -hmm. And subconsciously, the words, more than uh -huh. me, that's what Mother Teresa was. Yes, you're going to make me cry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but when you really analyze how... Yes. Because that's what you're doing. Yes. This is what yes. you're doing. I had no idea you were going to say Mother Teresa. I, I didn't know. No. <laughs> I, you know, we didn't predetermine anything. I'm just asking. <laughs> but when you really analyze those thoughts. Yes. Mother Teresa was with you that day to give you that strength. She's yeah. been with you the whole time because she's the one that you've wanted to look up to and to yes. ask that question. Well, you created yes. it. So yes. I, I quote her all the time. I do. I'm, she's like woven in everything, um, all my work. I just, I so admire her. And um, one of my favorite quotes that that she has is, you can do things I can't do. I can do things you can't do. Together, we can do great things. Yes. that's And that's what you're doing with More Than Me. You are yes. bringing the women together and creating great things that we can all do together to accomplish a bigger goal in life. Mm -hmm. Through yes. you. Bigger vision. All because of you. Oh, you need to own that. You it's need, a team. Yeah, it's a team. But if you did not create more than me, where would we be? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Life is amazing. So what, 
We've got before Instagram does that mean cut off point and all of a sudden you're gone off my screen. Let's play. (laughs) Let's play chit chat. My famous chit chat game. I love this game because they're not questions that I like got ready for. It's a brain game and um, I actually think it should be given to every newborn, every newborn baby. I think every hospital should give this as a gift to their parents to teach their parents and teach their children. It's that simple and that like extraordinary. So here's the giant deck of cards, okay? (laughs) So I'm gonna close my eyes and you're gonna um, just tell me what side to pick it from while my eyes are closed, go ahead. Okay, so it's it's my left but you're right. My right, okay. So I'm gonna pull up this pile right here. Yep. Okay, I kind of feel like I'm a little bit of a magician. (laughs) Okay, so here is the card right here. I haven't looked at it yet. Okay. What's your favorite joke? There we go. (laughs) What is your favorite joke? Oh, my word. My family would tell you I am the worst joke teller (laughs) in the world. I am horrible. It's not a skill that I have. Okay, but my favorite joke, well, I'll tell you something I laugh at, and I don't know why. I'm, I'm a sort of, I'm a clumsy person. I have really funny, like, falling stories. Uh-huh. But I laugh when people fall. <laughs> Me too. I seriously laugh. I can, and I know it looks rude sometimes, so I have to hide, but it's the funniest thing to me. I know this is not a joke, but... I, I get it. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna date myself once more. Um, the Three Stooges. If your kids have never watched the Three Stooges, I that is like the funniest thing in the world. Yes, I die on that. Yeah, that kind of laughter, I laugh. And Robert's yes. like, you laugh when people get hurt, and that's not funny. Yes. I don't know why. And when I fall and wipe out and people are like, are you okay? I just laugh. I know. I laugh. Yeah. It's I'm funny. Like, really? I'm okay. They're like, no, I'm just, just laugh with me. Don't ask yeah, me if I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. We've got time for one more. All right. You ready? Go ahead. All right. My eyes are closed. Okay. Let's pick from the other side. This side? Yes. Okay. Yep. All right. Here we go. All right, there we go. What's the most unusual gift you've ever received? There we go. Hmm. The most unusual gift you've ever received. Hmm. I've never pulled it that is. card before. I, I was going to say, I think, it's, this isn't unusual, but I think, like, for me, the gift of people's investment mm. is is truly, it's not unusual, but I think sometimes it's a rarity. Yeah. But when people have genuinely, truly invested into me, it's such a gift. It's It's an incredible gift. That's a great response. Um, it's, nothing, it's like 
not that I always, I didn't even know I wanted it, you know, yeah. or I didn't ask for it, but it was something I needed. And when they give so freely, you know, there's times where you're like, no, really, are you for real? And when they are, yeah, oh, the best gift. I love that. Wow. This has been an incredible hour of truth, yes. honesty, um, sharing your beautiful story with us, how you've created this amazing, beautiful world for you and your family, your acceptance and strength to never give up, your ability to bring women together, but most of all, the fact that you were able just a short time ago to be in your yard and look out and see your children and know that that was your greatest accomplishment and what you lived for. And you, through all of the tragedy you've been through, you created that perfect world. And every day is going to continue to be a beautiful blessing for you. Thank you, Don Marie. Thank you. Thank you for doing this. I loved this time. Thank you so much. <laughs> we we'll have got, to do it again. We got to do it again. Absolutely. So we've got 34 seconds left. What would you like to say to the audience before we leave? I would love, if there are any women on here who um, want to learn more about More Than Me, mm -hmm. want to dive in, please go check it out. Reach out to me on Instagram. Um, you can go to our website at morethanme.com, mm -hmm. and I would I would love to connect with you. That would be great. Awesome. It's an honor once again. Thank you for blessing me today with this beautiful hour of conversation and.